just had a number of nations join us live by television, Flow TV and digital television across the Caribbean and also in Canada and uh, in India, hitting many, many homes. And so we welcome them. We want them to know that the same God of the cross in New York is the same Jesus and the same God wherever you are listening to us. And somebody may have put this broadcast on by, by, by coincidence. It is not by accident. God has ordained that you hear what he's about to say from the word of God, from the worship. Your life is about to get changed. Don't you touch that dial. Don't you move that channel. God is about to speak to you in an unusual manner. And for those of you who are here, aren't you happy to be live in the house of God? Aren't you happy to be live in the house of God? Oh, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go in the house of God. Three years ago, at this moment, three years ago at this moment, the, the world was packing up to close down the whole world. And the enemy thought that he was going to shut the churches down permanently. But God has a way that when you close one door, he'll open seven doors. And in your own life, every door that was closed, God is opening it up. It may not be that door that is opening again because some doors need to stay shut. But there's some new doors that are opening. Somebody shout some new doors are opening in the name of Jesus. Before you sit down, I want you to, us to remember in prayer. Amen. Brother John Caetano, come. Give him a mic. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to remember Sister Avril, who is in the hospital with high blood pressure and many strokes. I pray in the name of Jesus that God, you will touch her and you will heal her right now. I pray for Sister Leona Moore that you will touch that internal intestine and you will bring healing to her stomach from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet in the mighty name of Jesus. Sister Van Corten in Guyana, I pray the power of God will flow upon you in an unusual manner. I complete, I declare healing from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet in Jesus' mighty name. Nazina Mom, Bibi Selena, who's been sick with different complications, we pray healing over your body. God is not finished with you. He is still able to heal and touch you right now. Christine Galarimino with colon cancer. I pray that that colon cancer will be burnt up, will be eradicated in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody believe God for your own healing. If you need a healing, put it in the comment. If you need a healing, put your hands on that television. If you need a healing, put your hands on your, on your phone, wherever you're watching it. And in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray healing will come right now. In Jesus' name, let the body be healed, restored. Amen. Come, Brother John, you pray. Pray for the service, specifically in the man of God who will be preaching. Almighty God and Father, this morning, 
we're thankful, dear Lord, that we are here in your midst, dear Father. We thank you for the anointing that's flowing throughout your church, dear Lord, and all through TV land, all through the world, dear Lord, as it comes directly from you this morning, dear Father. We thank you, dear Lord, Father, that we, dear Lord, have the privilege, dear Lord, to have to be in your presence, dear Father, dear Lord Jesus. This is our only highlight for the week, dear Lord, Father. We thank you that you brought us here, dear Father, dear Lord Jesus. We know you were you were beaten, dear Lord. You crucified, dear Lord. You died. And on the third day, everybody say the third day, dear Lord. You rose again, dear Father. We know, dear Lord, you're sitting on high, dear Lord, at the right hand of the Father this morning, yes. dear Lord. Interceding for us, dear Lord, Father. Our every need, dear Father, dear Lord. That's why we could cry out this morning, Abba, Father, dear Lord, because you're the King of kings. You're the Lord of lords, dear Lord. You're the lily of the valley. You're the one that woke us up this morning, dear Father, dear Lord Jesus. We thank you, dear Lord, dear Father, that we, dear Lord, could come to you at any time, dear Lord, for every need, dear Father, dear Lord Jesus. We thank you for the week that you've brought us out from, dear Father, dear Lord Jesus. You don't know what could have happened, dear Lord. We thank you, dear Lord, for that door that you shut, dear Lord. That job that is going out, out, dear Lord. You might be out of a job, dear Lord. But thank you, Lord God, that you have a better job waiting for us, dear Father, dear Lord Jesus. We thank you for a little alien, dear Lord, so we can go to the doctor, dear Lord, that they could find something might be down the road, dear Lord, that might be greater, dear Lord, Father. That they can find it in time, dear Father, dear Lord. Search our bodies, soul, and mind, dear Father. John 3, John 3, the third John, chapter 1, church, he says, I preach that you be prosper, but not only in your body, dear Lord, but in your soul this morning, dear yes. Lord. We're praying for every lost soul out there tonight, dear Father. Jesus says to go out in the highways and byways and compel them in, dear Father, dear Lord Jesus. Help us to share what we have here, dear Lord. What you've given us, this anointing, dear Father. This, this dear Lord, Father, that you, this freedom you've given to us, dear Father. Help the world to know of it, dear Lord. Those though might be in bondage, dear Lord. Might every chain and shackles may be broken this morning, dear Father, dear Lord Jesus. Those, dear Lord, might maybe have the stronghold. We break down every stronghold in your precious name of Jesus, dear Lord. By your blood, dear Lord. By every strike yes. of Calvary Cross, dear Father, Amen. dear Lord. Every disease has to go, yes, dear Lord. Lord Jesus. Blood pressure, dear Father, dear Lord. We bind it. Diabetes, dear Lord. Cancer, dear Lord. We will dry you up, dear Father, and send you back from the pits of hell where you belong, dear Father, because you love your people, dear Lord. We thank you, dear Lord, for this agape love that you have for us, dear Father, this morning. We cannot understand it, dear Father. It's nothing that we have done, dear Lord, because all our goodness is like filthy rags this morning. But you see it fit this morning, dear Lord, yes. to leave the splendors of heaven, dear Lord. You, Lord. you come down, dear Lord, and we beg for your mercy, dear Father, thank for your you, forgiveness Lord. today, oh Lord. Thank you again one more time for bringing into the presence of your Lord, dear Lord, Father. We thank you. Let us leave, dear Father, with what you've given us to spread the word, dear Father, so others can enjoy and come to you and know the freedom, the liberty we have there at Liberty. We thank you for the man of God who's going to come, dear Lord, dear Father. We thank you for the aspiration that's going to come, the anointing, dear Father, dear Lord. We know it all aspirational anointing comes from yes. above, dear Lord. Touch him, everything he may said and done to bring honor and glory to the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you one more time in our name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Come on and give God a praise. 
You may be seated. Thank you very much. I welcome you to the house of God. And uh, children's ministry can make their way. Amen. Yesterday, uh, the next generation women uh, from about, uh, I guess, 1920, well, right on to 30, 35, met. And they had a time together. So if you have your young ladies who are in that age, get in there. Sister Victoria leads that group. I don't know if she's here, but I would identify her if she's here. Uh, and then you can speak to her to get your, your, your young lady into that area. And uh, it's a time of prayer together and worship. Amen. Next Saturday, we are making a switch and uh, <clears throat> put it up. Uh, we have our men and women's uh, prayer breakfast next Saturday. Next Saturday was supposed to be the book signing, but because of a delay in the printing, we're making it on the next Saturday, which is March the 18th. So make a note of that, those of you who registered for that event. If you can't make it, you can let us know. You still can have your book. And the book is, uh, I think you're paying $40 to come in. The book will be uh, $25. And the rest is really helping us for a snack that day. So uh, this is uh, my dad's senior pastor's book release, March the 18th at 5 o'clock. Amen. Uh, folks are coming in for that, some of his friends. And so we want to have a nice celebration that Saturday afternoon. So next Sunday, next Saturday, I would like to invite you to your, the women uh, breakfast. If you are a female, shout hallelujah. Those of you who don't know, just say amen. amen. If you're a female, shout hallelujah. And, and the reason why I'm asking you to shout hallelujah, we're, uh, we're asking you, we're welcoming all of you of all ages to come on out for that prayer breakfast. It's a wonderful time. It'll be upstairs in the, in the hallway. Amen. Sister Ruth and Sister Fidelis. Sister Ruth, raise your hands. Amen. Sister Fidelis in the balcony. They are helping to lead that. Amen. So I want you to be here. And then for the men's fellowship, that we meet in the lobby, right here in the lobby here. And I want you to, uh, if you are a male, if you know that you are a man, if you know that you are, you are a male, shout amen. amen. If you don't, you're not too sure, we're going to bring you to the altar. Amen. Amen. So I want to invite all of you to next Saturday's 9 o'clock prayer breakfast. Uh, Pastor Mahes leads that. Uh, Brother Rick and Brother uh, Keith. Am I correct? Yes. Amen. Amen. Raise your hands, man of God. Amen. And uh, we're going to have a great time in the presence of God. Praise God. Amen. Uh, now, I'm going to announce to you something. I don't have a flyer, but I'm going to tell you this is going to be this is the first time probably for New York City, and it's the first time in Liberty. And uh, let's, let's tighten up. A lot of people are coming in. We want them to get seats, right? So just make sure we give everybody a seat 
tighten up, take your coat. If you're putting it somewhere, just uh, make sure you keep it with you. We have a lot. And thank you so much for all of you coming into the house of God. Come on, give yourself a welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, but for the first time, we're going to have a 24-hour, non-stop worship and praise out of this church. Come on, y'all. Yeah. How many of you going to heaven? How many of you going to heaven? You know what we're going to have in heaven? Non-stop prayer and praise. Why can't we start it here? So on Holy Thursday, that is the day before Good Friday, we're going to start that 24-hour from about 6 or 7 o'clock that afternoon right on to the next afternoon. Non-stop from this pulpit. Come on, somebody shout non-stop. Our musicians, I'm not saying they're going to be here all 24 hours, but they're going to be here. I'm going to ask them to be here for a good portion, maybe a good couple hours to start, a good couple hours as we end. And even in between, I don't want to put pressure on them, but we're going to bring more people in and we're going to keep the ball running. And it's going to be televised. It's going to be on social media all over. Let them hear that there is a soul-saving station out of New York City that has not given up on worship and prayer and the awakening out of New York City. Amen. So I want you to mark that in your calendar. A lot of you, uh, you should try to take Good Friday off. And, and, and let me tell you, I want to tell you how I so admire the other. I so admire. And I, I'm sorry to say this, but I, there are people who they, they just, if they know they're making money on, on their holy day, you know they refuse to take that money? Do you know that? The other religions, they refuse it. Because they know that what they refuse here, God's going to bless them double, triple here. And they understand that. So these holy days are very important. So uh, we, we, we're timing it specifically for the holy of the holy days. The Good Friday. So... You, you can work Thursday, but you come Thursday night, stay with us until midnight, 1, 2 o'clock. More people are going to be here from 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., right on through the entire morning into the afternoon. And then we crown it with our Good Friday service on Friday night. So I, wanna, I want you to start getting in tune and ready for this. And, and, and some of you could say, even though I'm not coming up to do anything, and, and, and if you would like to, like uh, uh, give a testimony or whatever. I wanna, I wanna get you on, but, but, but you're not. You're here just to just keep the worship going. That's what we need. We need, we need. He said, where the twos and the trees are gathered. So even if we have ten at any time or twenty at any time, I'm looking for at least ten to twenty to be in the congregation at all times during that twenty-four hour cycle. Don't you believe that can happen? And then some periods it will be full, some periods it will be half full. But, but can you help me pray that there will be always 10 to 20 in that 24-hour cycle? And some of you can say, Pastor, I'm going to help be here at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to help be here at 6 in the morning. I'm going to help be here at 11 in the morning. I want you to get yourself prepared and, and, and take that day off, man. Come on. It's time that you just get into the house of God. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. Glory to God. If you're here for the first time, I want to welcome you. If you're here for the second time, I want to welcome you. You may see how I look a little... Uh, slack today. I, I have somebody else preaching today. 
Amen. You like my shirt? Amen. Uh, my sister claims she gave it to me. I got to find out who gave it me. Because what happened is it could not fit me for the last two years. And I lost the little pungs and I put it on the other day and it fits me. So I like this shirt. Amen. So thank you, Ruth, if you give it to me. Amen. So uh, if you're here for the, uh, today, the preacher will be Jonathan Prasad. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, give God praise. The next generation. Amen. And uh, talking about the next generation, uh, after uh, that weekend of the book signing will be the millennium. The next day will be the millennium service on the 19th. So uh, last time you came out in great numbers for that. You stood in the gap for your own grandchildren, your own children, and I want you to repeat that. This time, try your best in the next two weeks. Bring them and let them stand next to you at that one o'clock service. If you're here for the first time, the second time, I want to welcome you. If you're here for the first or second time, would you stand? I want to welcome you. First, second time, anybody here for the first, second time? Come on, let's give them a great round of applause. Come on, come on, look at all these people here. First or second time, come on, welcome them, welcome them. We welcome, we welcome you, we welcome you. Thank you very much. So great to have you all. Ushers, make sure we connect with everybody. Make sure we greet them. Make sure we encourage them. Thank you so much for having them all in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So the revival, what we're going to do with the revival, that Monday and Tuesday, we're going to have prayer meeting. Prayer. Not we, We're going to have just prayer and whatever, that one-hour prayer. Uh, Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, we start the heating up of uh, in preparation for the 24-hour. So uh, Wednesday night, we come in preparation for the 24-hour, and that's part of that whole revival week, uh, 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 brother, uh, thing. So, uh, huh? What? The, the date. The date will be every, every night at 7 o'clock. Monday at 7, Tuesday at 7, this will be the prayer and, and, and fasting. And, and same with, with Wednesday and Thursday starts that 24-hour, amen, that 24-hour prayer, prayer and praise, amen. So I thank you all for being here. Uh, before the message, and uh, also I'm going to ask my wife, I'd asked her to say a few words, but I think she's just going to introduce her son today. Uh, but before that, we have... Uh, uh, young Elijah. Come, Elijah. He's going to sing for us. Amen. Give him a mic. Amen. Oh, take it easy. Testing, testing. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. My name is Elijah Maximus James, and today I'm going to bless you with a lovely song. When I am down and all my soul so weary, when troubles come and my heart burdened me, I am still and waiting in the silence until you come 
Beautiful. Thank you. Amen. Let's see if they got a stand. Lead it, lead it. Go ahead. You raise me up so stage is somebody some people don't even know who my wife is because we, we we have so many new people to the church they want to know is this pastor married i am married i am well married <laughs> amen now those of you who've been here for a while of course you know that but uh, i am happily married you're going to see the beautiful lady in a second but not only is she my wife but she is a pillar of this church and she is a very, she works behind the scenes and uh, we don't reward her as much as we should, but when you see her, you can say, we appreciate you. I guess that's going to even be better than anything else. I told her, I said, I have a space for you. That's my mom and dad. I said, I have a seat for you. And she says, I'm not ready yet. I'm not coming to the front. So what I'm saying is her humility allows her to get to stages and levels because of many things. And for that, we're appreciative. Church, we're appreciative of her. She celebrated her birthday last Friday. And so happy birthday, Rachel. Would you give her a round of applause? Come, come, come. What are you standing there? Come quickly. Amen. And... Um, or she's going to say a few words, and, uh, and 
And then we're going to have Jonathan come up here and preach. Hallelujah. You raised me up. And anyone that is down today, God is able to raise you up from where you are and make you more than you can be, not in your own strength, but in the strength of Jesus, the Almighty One. I just want to thank God for His goodness. If it wasn't for His goodness, I wouldn't have been here. I'm very humble because of the grace of God that I'm here this morning, and I boast in nothing else but in the cross. Nothing else do I boast in. Earthly position will come and go, but whatever done for Christ will last. So I just want to thank God for health, strength, peace that passes on understanding, joy unspeakable and full of glory in my life. And I want to thank him for love, his unfailing love that is able to snatch you out from the pit and put you on a rock, a solid foundation. So you can get back to the cross, get back to um, God and get to where he has this beautiful place in store for you, heaven. And as the song says, this world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. So the things of this world is just loaned to you for a while. You're not going to be here to own it, to carry it with you. So you just have to live your life as God will like you to. I want to just highlight two scriptures. Lamentation 3.23. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin fresh each morning. Psalms 105. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And its truth endureth to all generations. From generations to generation. He is faithful. And you all can testify of his faithfulness to you. But when you were a yet a sinner, Jesus died for us. And today we want to thank him. And I just want to remind you every day, live your life today as it was, if it is your last day. I've learned that. Confess whatever you have. Do not keep it, hold it against anyone. Because the coming of the Lord is nigh. And you should be ready at any minute, any hour. When he comes, you want to make that in. So I want today to declare a word over your life before Jonathan comes. This is your breakthrough season. And I'm declaring just how God has given you miracles before. He will do it again and again and again. As you continue to build your faith in God. The miracles and promises in the Bible is not, is not for heaven. It's for here. So all those promises, you claim them. You, you hold on to them. And you walk in them. It is what God has for you. So I'm declaring you're stepping into your season full of miracles. Maybe physical, financial, emotionally, or spiritual. I want you today to shout for your miracle because your season is here and the devil is a liar. Always keep him under your feet where he belongs. He does not need to rise higher than your feet. You need to live in victory because Christ has paid it on the cross 2,000 years ago. So with that, I want to just say I'm so happy today. Um, when I asked God, when I got married and asked God, um, can you give me children? Because not everybody, I mean, have children. And God blessed my womb with three boys. 
but this is my first boy here, Jonathan, and I just want to thank God humbly. We did our part, but God see our faithfulness, and he just touched their lives, and we give them back to Jesus, and we thank God for the work that he started, and he will continue to do in Jesus' name. So I want to take priv my privilege today of telling Jonathan, saying to Jonathan, come on and share what God has for you. May you continue to anoint your life with power, strength, and grace as you go on in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand together as we, amen. I'm glad to have Brother Roman with us. He did a good job. Amen. Lead something as we introduce the man of God. Amen. You know, let me say something about Jonathan. Your children, you keep praying for them. And that's why this next generation service, even if your child is not in service on Sunday, come stand in the gap for that child. Make it your duty to stand in the gap. Tell your boy and your girl, you may not be coming to that service, but mommy or daddy is standing for you. God will see it. And he will reward you one day. Don't run home for your cook-up and for your barbecue. That can wait. Let God be glorified. And so we're making this provision for this church. We are serious about this next generation to come before God. And so I want you, as you see Jonathan, he represents this next generation. That what God is doing through him, he can do through your own children. And through you, if you're in the next generation, don't give up on them. And one more thing I want to say. God has a way that he will take your children at the right time. You don't have to force it down, but you pray with them and cajole them. This year, over the last year, I've seen Jonathan, his spiritual life has moved from one level right up to the next level. I hear he's fasting, he's praying, he's serious about the ministry. But it takes periods of going through the wilderness. What you see today is not overnight. It comes with prayers and with tears and with holding on to God. The same that he has done for him, I want it to be done for every one of your children. Amen. Jonathan, preach. Amen. Sing. Good morning, church. Good morning. Wow, what an introduction. I just want to thank the leadership of this church for giving me another opportunity to speak the word this morning. I don't take it for granted. I don't take it lightly. It's something very important, and I, I thank you for trusting me with this opportunity. Come on, can you just give it up for our pastors, Pastor Joe and Pastor Michael? They're doing a fantastic job. I also want to thank some people that are here this morning, Brandon, Joey, uh, good friends of mine. And when they heard that I'm speaking, they, they're like, I'm going to come out to support you. So could you just give it up for them? And we're just thankful for everyone that's here this morning. Uh, you chose liberty to come to, to fellowship. Come on, give it one more time up to Jesus. We're expecting something great to happen this morning. As you stay standing, we'll, we'll be reading from John 11, verses 1 to 6. 
Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore the sisters sent to him, to Jesus, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Father, we ask you this morning that you bless your word. We ask that you anoint my lips so you, your words could be spoken here this morning so that your hearts of your people can receive. The way we came in is the way we don't want to leave. We want to leave here filled and encouraged, changed and transformed. We're believing and hoping and trusting for our outpouring of your spirit. And God, I ask that let your will be done this morning and let your spirit take control. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. You may be seated. There are countless difficult times that people go through in their lives. I'll go through a few examples. Loss of a loved one. Losing someone close to you can be one of the most challenging experiences a person could face. And it could take a long time to come to terms with the loss of a loved one. Health challenges. Dealing with, a, dealing with a serious illness or chronic health condition can be a significant source of stress and difficulty, both physically in your body and also emotionally. Financial struggles, financial challenges, such as unemployment, debt, bankruptcy, could be incredibly stressful and could impact every area of a person's life. Relationship issues, difficulties in a relationship, whether it being romantically or with your family or with friends or with co-workers, it could cause you emotional pain and stress. Career setbacks, losing a job, struggling to find employment, having trouble in the workplace, it could, it could impact a person's sense of identity and purpose. Mental health challenges, struggling with mental health issues such as anxiety and depression, and the list could go on, but it could be very difficult. It impacts a person's ability to function in their daily life. Addiction, 
Struggling with addiction could be a significant challenge. And sometimes could be very difficult to overcome without support and resources. Trauma, experience of a traumatic event, such as abuse, assault, disasters. It takes a toll on a, on a person's mental health and emotional well-being. No sense of guidance and direction. Life transitions, major life transitions, such as moving, starting a new job, becoming a parent. The feeling of everything you worked so hard for, and in a moment it could just vanish like this. The feeling of heartbreak, disappointment, and failure. Spiritual dryness. Frustrated with your gift or calling. These are just a few examples of things we all face day to day, and everyone is unique in their own situation. We all go, go through difficult times in life. We all have Lazarus moments. And I believe that this story is going to teach us how we could deal with these moments. You guys have heard the story of Lazarus. A man that was sick and Jesus came to the grave and rose him. And I believe that all of us have a Lazarus moment in life, no matter what it is. And sometimes we have multiple uh, Lazarus moments throughout this journey of life, at different stages of life. But it all comes back to one thing. And it's how can we deal with it? How do we cope with it? To continue living daily to overcome it. Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary, and her sister Martha. Sometimes when reading the Bible, it speaks of a certain man or a certain woman. Anytime it does, you could plug yourself into that story. I believe the reason why the author of these books, they do that. And so we could focus on the characteristics and action of a person. So we could apply these lessons to our own life. It could apply to anyone. And the story of Lazarus, it applied to me a few times. Verses 2, it was Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore, the sisters sent to him, saying, before we get to that, as we go through this message, see which parts applies to you and let it speak to you. The verse just said, therefore, the sisters sent to him. Lazarus was sick, 
but I'm glad he had two sisters who supported, who could have supported and encouraged him. And when everything looked like it wasn't going to work out, they ran to the source. They ran to the only source that they could have thought about in that moment to save Lazarus' life. We need some people like this in our own life who would call on Jesus for us, on the behalf of us, when we don't have the strength to call upon him. People who would be there for you when it doesn't look too good. People who would pray on your behalf. Who would speak life into your situation. Who would be with there with you to fast and pray. People who would just love you for who you are. We must be an encouragement to others. Sometimes we just need people who could just listen and hear us out. God has placed people in your life to help you get through what you're going through. And it placed you in people's life to help that person get through what they're going through. Can we just thank God for all the people he has placed in your life this morning? All the people who have spoken into you, encouraged you, pushed you when you felt like you had no, no more strength to carry on. I thank God for all the people he's placed in my life. My parents, my friends, the church body. Only God knows where I would have been if I didn't have a strong support system around me. Come on, you could give it up to Jesus. I think that's for everyone here. I don't know if you're going through something, but this is your church. Where you could tap into our resources and get prayer. You'll get someone fasting for you. You'll get someone standing in the gap with you when you feel like you have nobody. There's one reason why I love this church. Because they're always encouraging and uplifting. Only if you knew my story and how many times I've failed and I fell down. But because of the leadership of this church, I can stand here today after all my downfalls, after all my failures. Because they're going to teach you love the way to how Jesus loved. I thank God for the people that he has placed in our life. Therefore the sisters sent to him saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. The one you love. God loves you. Lord, behold, the one you love. He loves me. I'm thankful for the unconditional love of a father. The love where he would send his only begotten son to die for our lives and for our sins. We serve a love, a God who loves you unconditionally. Loving them 
no matter what they have done or how they may have fallen short, God's love is always available to you. Grace is the idea that we can receive forgiveness and salvation from God. Not because we deserve it, but because of His love and mercy. Aren't you thankful for when you've fallen, He still loved you? Aren't you thankful for all the times you've messed up and screwed up, but He still loved you? All the imperfections and mistakes, He still loved me. Even when I'm weak, He still loves me and He stands in the gap to make me strong in my weakness. His love is independent on what we do or don't do. He is love. And I came to encourage someone this morning. I don't know what you're going through or what you may have done, but you have a Father who loves you with all of His heart that you could constantly run to. A Father's arms was wide open. Is there someone thankful for His love this morning? That kept you in lonely places. This is the type of love. Pastor Mike is here. This is the type of love that would take a young Hindu boy at a young age, studying to become a Hindu priest, attacked by demons, demonic attack upon his life time after time after time. But it is the love that would break down any barriers. It was a love that's going to break out any demonic attacks against your life. Pull you out of it. I'll put you on a platform to preach the word of God. I'm talking about Pastor Mike. This is his testimony. He was grooming to become a Hindu priest. And the devil wanted his life. Sent demons to torment him. And today, he can stand before us as a pastor. That's a shepherd of a church. That's leading people to Christ. Showing people the light. This is the love I'm talking about. The love of a father. The love of a father. So when he heard that he was sick... When Jesus heard when Lazarus was sick, he stayed two more days in the place he was. I'm like, what? Lazarus is sick, Lord. Okay, I love him, but I'm going to stay. I'm not going to go to him. He knew he was sick, but Jesus stayed where he was. Lazarus ended up dying. He passed away. Let's keep reading to verse 11. And I was confused about that one, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. These things he said, and after he said to them, he's talking to the disciples, our friend Lazarus sleeps. But I go that I, will, I may wake him up. Then his disciples said, Lord, if he's asleep, 
he will get well. I heard Jesus spoke to his death, but they thought he was speaking about rest and sleep. They didn't get what Jesus was saying. So Jesus bluntly said, Lazarus is dead. And this confused me. And I am glad for your sakes that I was not there. So he knew Lazarus was sick, and now he's glad that he wasn't there. And I'm reading this, and I'm scratching my head, and I'm like, why? I, I don't know. I don't get it. And I'm like, why? Jesus, why didn't you go right away? You loved him. Sometimes, don't you think, where is God in all of this? Where is God in my sickness? Where is God when I lost my job and I was already struggling living paycheck to paycheck? Where is God when my marriage fell apart? Why out of all people this has to happen to me? Why did I have to foreclose on my house? Why did I have to go bankrupt? How did I lose everything after I worked so hard and I did everything right? And it goes away like this. I've been working so hard and diligent on my job, just trying and doing my best. But they just let me go like that. I feel so lonely in all of this. So helpless and lost. I feel like my prayers are unanswered. I'm struggling and I feel like I have no help. Have you been in those places? Come on, we're being real this morning. I've been there quite a few times. God, where are you? I'm doing everything I have to do. I'm praying. You know how much I love you? I'm meditating on your word. I'm fasting. I want to see your face. But why me? And it goes on to say, and I'm glad for your sake that I was not there. That you may believe. Nevertheless. Let us go to him. You know, if you never go through something, you would never experience how good God really is. Because it's only when you experience the low places, you're appreciated more when you're on the mountaintop. It's only after you've been sick, but after you've been touched by the healer, and he healed you, so that you may believe. So that you may believe that I am your provider. That I am your healer. That I am your comforter. That when you need saving, I am your savior. I am. I am. That I am. In any situation, you need me to be. I needed you to believe. That for someone this morning that you've been through some stuff 
but now you could believe. God wasn't there, but he was always there. Even when I didn't even know who I was and I was just still trying to figure it out, he was right there. I mean, it went through some stuff where I learned some lessons, some situations where only God could get the glory from it. Come on, am I talking to someone this morning? God is asking you this morning, can you believe in me? When you believe in God, you accept who he is. When you believe in God, you could trust him. When you believe in God, you know he's reliable. So he's going to show up on time. When you believe in God, you are fully persuaded without a, du- without a doubt that he's going to see you through, that he's going to show up, that he's going to touch you, that he's going to heal you, that he's going to comfort you. When you believe in God, I've been young and now I'm old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed. I believe. believe it happened so you could believe it stretched my faith increased my faith so I could believe and not only for you to believe but for the people around you to believe When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death. This situation is not unto death. But for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. What you're going through is not unto death, but for the glory of God. You had to go through it for God to get some glory out of your life. Impossible situation. Let God make a way for you. Come on, do we have some people this morning that have been through some impossible stuff? How in the world did I make it through it a couple years ago? But I can stand here right now because of the goodness. Because of his hand that was upon your life. How did you go? It's for his glory. It's for his glory. It's only because of his grace and his mercy. So that the son of God may be glorified through it. When I think about all the things that Jesus has done for me. When you think about all the goodness of God. Does your soul cry out this morning? Sometimes when you're just listening to the worship songs, you just can't contain yourself but to cry. 
because of everything he has done for you all the things he has brought you through my god am i talking to someone this morning the father i'm going to believe in you i believe in your word and whatever i'm going through right now i know you're going to see me through it come on do i have 10 people this morning that believes in a good father Sometimes these things brings you to a place where you only find yourself and God. So you can seek his face with all of your heart. Sometimes these moments, it provokes deep worship on the inside of you. When you think you didn't have strength to go on, but somehow you still went on. Somehow you still found the strength within you. It was God always working. He's never left you. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, She went and met him. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been there, my brother would not have died. Lord, if you have been there, my brother would not have died. Lord, if you have been there, I wouldn't have lost my job. Lord, if you have been there. I wouldn't have lost my house. Lord, if you have been there. I wouldn't have lost. Sometimes we want things to happen now. And to change. But can I tell someone this morning. God's timing is perfect. It's perfect even if it doesn't align with our own plans and desires. Jesus waited to go to him even though he knew Lazarus was sick. So that he could perform a greater miracle by raising him from the dead. This shows that sometimes God's delay is not denial. It's a part of his plan. To work in ways that we just cannot imagine. God is working out for you. Even though it seems tough right now. God is working it out for you. Jesus said to her. Your brother will rise again. I came to tell someone you will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he would rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus told her, no. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes 
in me will live even after dying. This message is about believing in God this morning. It's about trusting Him with everything that you have. That He's going to be there on time. Jesus, that just shows that Jesus, we can have eternal life and overcome death through His power. Through His power. Through His power. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him, Lazarus, who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is an odor, odor, a stench, for he has been dead for four days. I want to paint this picture for you. Lazarus is dead, dead. Dead, 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 dead. He's in a tomb, dead, for four days. When a body has been dead for four days, it will have undergone significant changes of decomposition. We're talking about temperature changes. We're talking about insects. Bacteria. I'm going to try to uh, pronounce this. The body would initially go through a process called Algor mortis, whatever that is. Rigor mortis, stiffening of the muscles. And this occurs within a few hours of death. Within a day or two, the body will start to bloat swell due to the buildup of gases from the bacterial breakdown of the organs and tissues. The bloating could cause skin to appear discolored, unrecognizable. Sometimes in life, do you seem unrecognizable? When you look yourself in the mirror, I just don't know how I got here. appears to be discolored and stretched and causes fluid to leak from the body. Breakdown of all parts, including the bones, hair, and nails. We'll get into the bugs and the maggots and the beetles and the ants and your body ends up becoming a primary source for food for these insects. The maggots and flies are the first organisms to come upon the dead body. Within 24 hours, they feed on the tissues. I painted that well. Lazarus was dead. For four days, he was dead. dead, dead. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God. And then they took
stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now when he said these things, he cried with a loud voice. Lazarus, come forth. And I love what the, what the writer said. When Jesus said, come forth, it didn't matter that he was dead for four days. It didn't matter that his heart stopped beating. It didn't matter that the bacteria took over his body and the bloating took place and he was discolored and the bugs and the maggots fed on his body. When Jesus said, come forth, every dead thing has to come back together. When Jesus said, come forth, come on. God has given you a word this morning that says, come forth. Come on. It didn't matter. It was four days after when God speaks over your life. Death can't hold you down because the resurrection power resides in the inside of you. This morning, we command our health to come forth. Finances, come forth. My marriage, come forth. My relationship, come forth. My career, my purpose, come. I feel that restoration is coming forth this morning upon somebody's life. Dead places come back to life. You can stay standing with me as I close. I came to tell someone this morning that Jesus is saying, come forth. Come out of the dry and dead places. Come forth out of it. Because I'm about to do something new in your life. I believe someone's business is about to come forth. Dead dreams come forth. My calling, my anointing, come forth. Can we just give him a praise break right now? We declare that everything that's for us come forth this morning.
come out. Come forth. If you're reading this story, and we left it in like verse 3 or 4, you would think that's the end of Lazarus. Or verse even 6. Jesus didn't come two days. And you would have thought that was the end of that story. But I cannot just tell someone, if you have breath in your lungs this morning, God is still writing your story. It is not over. Your best is yet to come. I don't know what you're going through, but flip the chapter. Because God is still writing it out. For he is the author and he's the finisher of your life. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to keep walking. Come forth. I'm not going to give up on my dreams like that. For greater is he that is in me that he that I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to walk out of that tomb because God is calling my name. Come out. I came to tell someone, you got to believe. you got to have faith. You have to trust him. Come forth. years ago as I close four years ago around this time I had a dream of becoming a business owner and four years ago I, I took this step out and I left my job I was comfortable at but I'm like no I want to I want to go after my dream I left my job and went fully. A lot of investment, if you know, when you go into business, a lot of a lot of time and effort and energy into something. And we had a, we had some contracts lined up the four years ago this time, and I'm so excited. I'm a business owner. I'm gonna do it. We got an office, a lot of investment. We had a, a couple contracts and we're ready to go. And I remembered, I remembered we lost a contract. I'm like, okay. A couple weeks later, we lost another one. Then a couple of weeks later, we lost all of them. Just like that. And I remembered I was in my office. Nobody was there. I just got down on my knees and I just cried out. Because you could imagine the feeling. So much hope for something. And then it just vanishes like that. You felt it. But then it's gone. And I'm crying in my office. Like, God, wh wh where are you? How did this happen? 
not knowing it was a lesson in that tomb I was learning. Not knowing it was like, it was a, it was a setup for so, something that's big that's going to come. Not knowing in that moment what God had in store for my life. Lost everything. I went on a fast. A couple days. <clears throat> Cried out to God. And then a month later, things started to change. I got a call. A couple days later, I got another call. Doors started to open. But what I'm saying is the, la the lesson I, I learned was that sometimes you just got to rely on God. Just trust Him, although it doesn't make any sense. Trust Him with all of your heart. And today I can stand before you and say, God is good. In that moment where I was in my office, I believe he was saying, Jonathan, come forth. Jonathan, come out. And sometimes it's going to happen like this, but sometimes it's a process. But God is saying, if you have faith in me, I'm going to take care of every single thing for you. finish by saying God is good and he's working it out he's working on your situation I don't know which phase or which stage you're in in this story but God is always with you all of the time and I just came to encourage somebody you give life. he's going to give you, you life in the situation you bring into come the forth He's calling you by name. You restore Jonathan, come forth. Every heart that is broken. He's saying, come forth, my daughter. Come forth, my son. Great are you, Lord. It's your breath. In our lives, so we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise into your bread. In our lives, so we pour out your He's praise. He's not finished with you. The best is yet to come. Great are you, Lord. The altar is open if Great you want to come. Are you, Lord. Great come forth. Come out of anything that's holding you, you back. The altar is open for those. Come forth. You bring light into the dark. He's gonna make a way for someone. He's gonna make a way for you in the wilderness. Every heart. He's gonna calm the seas. And great are you, Lord. By your great name, you come Lord, forth today. And great are you, Lord. 
to turn someone's life around. So He's restoring somebody. He's reviving somebody. He's touching someone's health right so now. We pour out our praise. We pour out our praise into your bread. He's turning around situations. So we pour He's bringing together marriages. We pour out our praise into your bread. He's setting you up for your promotion. So we pour out our praise to you. Oh, it's your, it's your bread. Come on, sing it out. So we pour Let your heart cry out this morning. God, I'm so thankful for everything you have done. I'm thankful for everything you're doing. We pour out our praise to you. everything that you're going to do. So we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise to your breath. God is talking to you right now. We pour out praise to you. And all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry. These bones will sing. Great are you, Lord. And all the earth, and all the earth, and all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry. These bones will sing. Great
to them and touches them. For great are you, Lord. You are a great God. You're perfect in all of your ways. What an awesome, majestic, powerful. Read life into our situation. God, I ask that you encourage those to come forth out of it. Jonathan to come touch these people. Amen. Go ahead, sing worship. Use your anointing. Come pray with these people. Great are you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. It's your breath. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise, we pour out our praise, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise, we pour out our praise, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise, you pour it out, pour it Yes, pour it, pour it before the So we pour out our praise, we pour out our 
And he 
Jesus Christ, he is song oh wow I had it it's about Jesus and Calvary Alistair used to sing it you guys remember it hallelujah mm. we're getting ready oh what a word come on give God a praise Come on, give God a praise. What a word. Amen. We want you all to participate in the communion this morning. If you got released of burdens, if you got a, a help this morning, if you believe that the word of God has been touched, has touched your life, and if you believe that this word is going to stay with you and get into your groups, get into your connect groups and just go deeper in the word, what you heard today. Come on, I want you to give God a praise for the word of God. Hallelujah. As the man of God is going to give the communion, let's let him go. Father, I pray that the emblems will be blessed and sanctified. And I pray that you will touch everyone and Forgive us of our sins. Wash us by the blood in the mighty name of Jesus. We want everyone to just go right ahead. Go quickly, everyone. And everyone get, let's lift, there is a song. Amen. I don't know. At Calvary, my sins yes, were erased. At Calvary, Jesus he took my place at Calvary there was amazing grace I thank God for a place called Calvary at Calvary my sin 
Calvary, Jesus, he took my place. At Calvary, my sin were erased. I thank God for a place called Calvary. Break into your own song, would you? Years I spent in vanity and pride, caring not my Lord was crucified, knowing not for me he died on Gift of love, 
crucified they laughed and scorned him as he died the humble king they made him from and sacrificed the lamb of God for this communion we pray father you will wash us all by the blood let us be worthy of eating and drinking of this communion and so I pray that you will forgive us of our sins and wash us now and I want you to get the not the whole thing not the whole purple thing but the little flame at the top that will open up the bread that's all don't do the second piece because if you do that first, you will not get the bread. And that's what we want. And the Bible says that night they took the bread and they broke it. And they says, this is his body. This is my body, he says, that was broken for you. Eat in remembrance of me. Let's eat together. And now open up the purple piece. That's the juice representing the blood of Christ. And Jesus, who was shed on Calvary's cross, his blood flowed from the cross. We will remember and celebrate it in a few weeks. It is his blood that brings a covering to your sins, to your past, and it makes you protected from danger. Let's drink together. Before you give it in, close your eyes. And there might be a miracle that you're asking God for. There may be a need that you're asking God for. During this moment of reverence before the Lamb of God, I pray today that the people of God, as they lift their requests before you, Whatever that request, every boy, every girl, close your eyes. Lift your hands before heaven. And maybe it is you need help in your exams. Maybe it is that you're looking for a job. Maybe it is that you're looking to increase your business. Maybe it is that you have a, a report from the doctor that you need it. You need God to give a healing. Maybe you need a healing in your body. I don't know what it is. But for the next 60 seconds, can you open your mouth so your ears can hear what you're saying? I, I don't want you to say this. I don't want you to, amen, you don't have to say any secret thing, but open your mouth and just start to thank God and say, God, what I just prayed for, I'm asking you right now. Can you do that? One, two, three, everybody open your mouth so your ears can hear what you're saying. You're not, hear, you're not trying to hear what the other guy is saying. You're just trying to hear what you're saying. Open it louder, a little louder. Come on now. You can do a little louder than that. You can do a little louder than that. 
Hallelujah. Oh, Lamb of God, sweet Lamb of God, I love the Holy Lamb of God. Oh, wash me in your precious by Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. Let's give our stuff over. And I want you to get prepared to give to God. Wasn't this a powerful service you were in? Amen. Mighty worship. Thank you, man of God. Thank you for the band. And thank you, Jonathan, for the great word that you give. I pray that God will bless your life, and I pray that this will be just the start of greater things. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. As you give that up, I want you to get your envelope to give to God. And there are three ways to give. They can put it up there. There are three ways to give. You can go to our website, libertychurchny.org, and there... Through a protected connection, you can give, debit or credit. You can go to Cash App. Liberty CH is the name. And you can give there. Or today, you can give by check or cash. And we thank you for that. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Dad, come on up and you're going to say a few words as they give to God. Are the, are the ushers ready to pick up the offering? All the ushers, are you ready? Let's get them ready right away, quickly. Let's lift our time, our offering, our tithes before God. Let's lift it before God. Amen. In the name of Jesus, I declare that God's going to bring blessings upon you. That what you give today will see manifold rewards. And heaven will yield those rewards. Praise the Lord. I pray that God will bless your life. And he will open up doors that have been closed. I pray that the message will become a blessing to your life. And it will work in your spirit. And I pray today that as you go home, you will be blessed in your going out and your coming in. From this time forth and even forevermore. Amen. Stay where you are. Amen. Praise God. My dad God. is going to say a few words. Praise and the Lord. Thank God for the good message. And then the man of God is going to Amen. Thank God sing for a good message could. from generation. In case you don't know, he's my grandson. First, second, and third generation. Bringing the word of God. Amen. God's denial. God's delay is, God, is not God's denial. Amen. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though you are dead, yet shall he live. Amen. You shall not die, but you shall live. Amen. Amen. We claim victory this morning. And uh, thank God for what, amen, for Lazarus, for Jesus says, Lazarus, come forth. You know, if Jesus did not call Lazarus by name, do you know by the power of Jesus when he says he would have raised up all the people that died? But because he just wants one soul, he called him by name. And he knows your name. He knows my name. And what it is, good days, the general resurrection of, Je uh, of the dead will take place. And we shall be resurrected to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be. Amen.
I'm looking forward for that day. Amen. I shall live and not die. Father, we thank you for the good message today. We thank you for the communion. I pray you preserve and protect every one of us, oh God, uh, from the coronavirus and every sickness and disease and pestilence. Bless your people, bless the young people, and uh, bless us show the week coming and prepare us for the big, great times ahead. Now have thy way and bless everyone in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you. God bless. Water you turn into wine. 